Welcome to the Career by Design podcast. I'm your host, career development coach, Stacey Back, and I'm here to support you, the ambitious high achiever who's at a career crossroads. If you've already achieved a lot of success, but you're feeling stuck and confused about what you want or how to get to the next level in your career, you're in the right place. I've spent the past 15 plus years helping high performers reach their career goals. And on this podcast, I'll show you how to develop the clarity, confidence and right strategy to get unstuck, minimize risk and take the fear out of your next career move. All so you create a career and life by design. Let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the Career by Design podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Back. Today, we're going to talk about one of the most crippling issues, keeping high performers stuck in a constant cycle of overwhelm and burnout. Can you guess what it is? It's overachievement and perfectionism. Ever been asked in an interview, what's your weakness? Well, way back in the early days of my career, the go-to response, which I'd state very proudly was, I'm a perfectionist. I remember preparing for the strengths and weaknesses question in one of my first job interviews. Research told me to mention a positive weakness, or in other words, to turn my weakness into a positive. Here's what the 20-year-old me came up with. This means I have extremely high standards and I'll do whatever it takes to meet them. Is it any wonder this is the most overused and cringeworthy response to an interview question? However, this wasn't simply a clever answer in my job interview. Perfectionism has been a constant battle my entire life and I'm not alone. Perfectionism is a common trait amongst many high performers and traditionally society has often associated it with accomplishment and success. But when does achievement become unhealthy or unhelpful? And how do you remain driven and motivated while keeping keeping your perfectionism in check. In this episode, I'm going to explain where perfectionism comes from, how it differs to healthy striving and the consequences of overachievement. I'll also walk you through my top five tips to help you successfully balance your ambitions with the desire to be perfect. Are you ready? Let's dive in. First, let's talk about what causes perfectionism. So at the heart of perfectionism is a deep fear of not being good enough. Perfectionism is developed by our upbringing, life experience and conditioning. You grow up being praised and rewarded for your performance and achievements. You work hard, get results and suddenly start to believe you must be successful to feel good about yourself. Anything less than perfect simply isn't good enough. As human beings, we've evolved to feel fear and avoid threats. To survive, perfectionism is also influenced by who we naturally are. Self-criticism and the fear of being judged by others is a major cause and effect of perfectionism because you control these feelings by trying to be perfect. So how does perfectionism differ to achievement? Perfectionism is not about self-development, growth, and a healthy sense of accomplishment. It overemphasizes the importance of achievement, attaching a high level of value to other people's opinions. Perfectionists link their self-worth to their identity to reach their own unrelenting high standards. This quote by Brené Brown sums this up beautifully. She says, Healthy striving is self-focused. How can I improve? Perfectionism is other-focused. What will they think? Next, let's cover the consequences. Perfectionism leads to overachievement. You believe doing your best is not enough. You must strive for greater and better. As a result, you have unrealistically high standards. 
set unachievable goals, and put yourself under immense pressure to reach them. Stress and burnout are the consequences of overachievement. You work excessively hard to achieve your goals. Work's no longer fun, and you start to question why you set these big ambitions in the first place. You could also be completely overwhelmed by the size of the task in front of you, held back by procrastination, and feel anxious and guilty if you don't manage to meet your own high standards. And even if you accomplish your goals, your sense of fulfillment is often short-lived. You immediately dismiss your success, feel relieved you've achieved it, or set the benchmark even higher next time. So how do you handle perfectionism? These days, I consider myself a recovering perfectionist, and I've learned how to successfully manage perfectionism and keep my overachievement in check most of the time. Most being the key word, because remember, these behaviors have been reinforced over decades and don't disappear overnight. Okay, so here are my top five tips. Tip number one is to take imperfect action. Every year I choose a guiding word which gives me focus for the year. Back in 2019, determined to overcome perfectionism once and for all, I chose imperfection as my theme for the year. As a perfectionist, it can be easy to get caught up in the details. Trying to get everything perfect, you delay taking action. But no action equals no results. So in 2019, I decided to embrace imperfection perfection by taking imperfect action. Imperfect action is about going for progress, not perfection. It's also about the power of choice, choosing what you say yes and no to. Taking action because you want to, not because you have to. And choosing to do something because you enjoy it, not because you're focused on achieving the final end goal. Okay, so tip number two, is to do your best. This one comes from the wonderful book, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. If you haven't read it, I highly recommend you do so. It's amazing. The fourth agreement states, always do your best, nothing more, nothing less. This isn't about doing more than your best. Here I'm talking about unhealthy striving and overachievement. Working longer and harder is ineffective and leads to reduced productivity because in the long term, doing more makes you unhappy, stressed and burnt out. Doing your best involves setting realistic standards and goals. Ask yourself, how can you relax your standards? Are your goals achievable? Always doing your best is about replacing an unhealthy belief with a more helpful, positive one. It's the belief that your best is never the same from one moment to the next, meaning it changes over time, depending upon your mood, energy levels, health, and what's going on in your life. Some days you'll feel energized and ready to take on the world. If you've had a poor night's sleep, or you're sick, your best will be different. The idea is to live in the moment and simply do your best, whatever that looks like right now. Tip number three is to celebrate success and failing. It can be easy to play down your achievements or rush straight to the next goal. Instead, take some time to reflect on and celebrate your achievements. Reward yourself when you accomplish an overall goal. And to stay motivated, celebrate and reward yourself as you reach milestones along the way. Practice making mistakes and celebrating failing too. Failing is an opportunity for learning. To fail doesn't mean you're a failure. Letting go of the need to be perfect leads to action and learning. By making mistakes, you learn from them. And this is where the growth and transformation happens. Tip number four is to prioritize self-care. 
unrelenting high standards and overachievement lead to burnout. To counter this, always prioritize self-care and time out. To me, self-care means maintaining my morning routine of meditation and exercise, eating healthy and taking regular breaks throughout the day. For you, it could be as simple as having a good night's sleep or booking an annual holiday overseas. Work out what self-care means to you. Put measures in place to avoid burnout and prioritize sticking to them. The fifth and final tip is to practice self-compassion. Not feeling good enough and the fear of failure are part of being human. You're absolutely not alone. We all experience these feelings at some stage in our lives. So be kind to yourself. Let these feelings appear, but don't get attached to them. Finally, practice self-acknowledgement. Take the time to celebrate who you are, your best qualities, not just what you do and achieve. Write them down and make it a daily practice. Perfectionism is prevalent among highly successful people, yet what separates the high achievers from the perfectionists is a healthy sense of ambition and a focus on self-development and growth. As I've shared here today, perfectionism leads to overachievement and burnout as you push yourself to meet your own unrelenting high standards and goals. These tips support me on a daily basis to keep my perfectionism in check and they help my clients balance their ambitions with their desire to be perfect. My hope is they assist you too. That concludes today's episode. Now, before you get on with your day, let's move into action because when you implement what you've learned here by taking practical action, you will create change and transform your career. So ask yourself, which tip resonated with you the most and what's one small step you can take to implement I want you to write it down and commit to doing it in the next 48 hours. And if you feel called, send me a DM on LinkedIn or Instagram and let me know your biggest insight or takeaway from today's episode. I want you to know that I see you, the high achiever who's committed to your professional development and growth. You're someone who isn't satisfied with maintaining the status quo or following a prescribed career path. You want to develop your career your way. Stick with me on this podcast and I'll support you to start creating a career by design. So if you liked what you learned here, hit subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. And finally, I'd love to invite you to leave me a five-star review. It's my mission to support as many people as possible and your ratings and reviews make this podcast visible to others. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and I can't wait to connect with you soon. Thanks for joining me on the Career by Design podcast. Please rate, review or share this episode with a friend if you found it valuable. I also invite you to connect with me further on LinkedIn or Instagram. And finally, if you'd like to learn more about how I can help you create a career by design, go to stacyback.com. All the links are in the show notes. Thanks again and I can't wait to chat with you next time.